Hello there, welcome to another episode, or a brand new episode, or brand new season of Balls Deep podcast, uh, pubcast, uh, for Tottenham fans, by two Tottenham fans. Um, my name's Dean, as if you are an old listener, you'd probably recognise my voice anyway, and you'd recognise Sam's voice as well. Say hello, Sam. Hello. Right, we're a bit late, um, we missed the Manchester United game, uh, I, th- I guess just arrangements kind of got in the way and it just wasn't possible for us to... Um, record an episode and plus I was kind of sneakily trying to watch the game while at work so it was it would have been a bit pointless casting our own opinion on something that well I didn't watch but Sam also probably did you watch any of the Manchester United game um about 75 percent of it exactly well I don't know what can we just quickly sum that up as in Spursy really yeah, yeah, I was um, I was at like a family barbecue sort of thing, and so you know I was watching it, but also trying to eat food and talk to people at the same time. But um, yeah, it was just, I mean, how would how would what's the best way to explain it? In my opinion, hard done by is what I heard. Yeah, if if a if a full yeah, but that's the thing. We were hard done by. We we're unlucky, you know, that it was an own goal on that, but we weren't playing well. And Man United wasn't playing well. Yeah, if that was if that was a like top performing Man United team, you know, if their their whole team was like it was a few games like halfway through the season and they they were clicking and you know they were going full force for that you know top of the league, mm. you know, they would have absolutely fucking raked us big time. I was just about to say an analogy that one person used, or I think is the best explanation really, is two dicks trying to fuck the same hole. Yeah, really, and they weren't weren't really going anywhere. But um, anyway, we're moving on from the United game. We've been there, done that. Uh, we both got to watch the um, today's game against Stoke mm. City. Uh, off the back of that, two two, throwing away a two nil lead at home. Great. Um, nothing different then. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, out of the ordinary is well, what I'll come. Is what I'll I'll say anyway. Well, it was. This is the thing, you know. You're watching. You're watching the game. You know, we we come out. We're performing well. We're fucking piling on the pressure. You know, we're smashing. Really? Yeah. You know, we're just looking good on the counter attack. We're looking fast, dangerous. You know, it look wasn't. Like, if we lose the ball, we fall back into position. That's one thing that I noticed. Everyone was getting back into their like yeah. positions and work roles. You know, it wasn't like you know, like a, a season or two ago where you know we, when we were getting into the uh, like the uh, the opponents. Uh, 18 yard box and things like that, where it would just, you know, we'd end up like, it'd be like a uh, Soldado or Eddie Bay, or we'd just end up slipping on like a, on a, a squirty piece of mud or something, you know, and just like yeah. crumble. You know, yeah. it's like that scene from the Mighty Ducks, you know, where they're really crap at the beginning and the kid goes on the attack and then they're, and they're like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, no, he'll screw up. And he just misses the puck and goes face first into the ice. <laughs> that, that was the Spurs team for the last two seasons, you know. <laughs> Apart from, good. like, Kane in the last, you know, half, last, last quarter, season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, we weren't like that today. You know, we were going there and, we, you know, we scored two goals in the first half. We are looking good, you know, had a couple of unlucky chances. It's like it everyone was, had had their Weetabix. Yeah, and it was That's just like, it, yeah. it was like, oh, shit, you know, this could be our season. You know, the Man United game. You know, Man United didn't perform well either, you know. So they got like three, almost. Yeah, they got the three points yesterday against Vanilla. And, um, yeah, we're just like, you know, okay, you know, we're getting our season started. Now, you know, clean it. sheet now, yeah, let's, let's get this. 
Let's do this. Uh, not easy team, but a tough team to pit ourselves against, at yeah. least. Always been a tough team, even when we've had them up. And not like, I, the main thing is, we were looking good. We never usually look good, do we? <laughs> no, no. Even even in our prime, you know, like, was it the 2012-2013 season, you know, when we were the one-man team? We were We were good, but it was, you know... A lot of the time it was, you know, we still had the defensive problems and things like that. Yeah. Whereas today, you know, we were like, oh my God, you know, we look good. This could this could be our season. It's and like, then, yeah, it's like one thing that sat there, I didn't hear Vertonghen's name, like, yeah. for ages. So it was as if he was just clearing up. Everyone at the back was just clearing up. Walker yeah. was getting... Walker, we picked up the ball, I think it was like in the fifth or sixth minute. And Walker had instantly just, from our 18-yard box, ran, well, just made... made fucking ground like you wouldn't believe and we got like a couple of yards from their 18 yard box just like within 10 seconds and it's like this is looking awesome yeah. we're like actually looking like we're working in an offensive fashion yeah. just the old school spurs i mean there was a couple of um you know is it like uh dyer was playing out of his regular position or not, yeah, not position his way for spurs yeah, and we'd have, you know, there was a few changes and, you know, it was like, oh, maybe maybe this is, you know, this is where these players need to be playing, you know, on yeah, a regular occasion and that. And then, God knows fucking why, you know. Well, the one, well, one thing that I started started to notice was um, the only person that I'll sit there and say that had a bit of a stinker to begin with was Mason. And when, yeah. he, got, when he got taken off, he did not look well. Like, he really did not look good at all. Um the reverse camera angle just shows like a fucking diarrhea running down his legs. Oh, straight down him, squirty bit of mud. But um, yeah, another thing um, what I was uh, getting to was one thing that I did notice was um, in the uh, first half, you you noticed on the, the formation, you obviously had Kane up top on his own, Ericsson in the middle and Chadley and Dembele on both the wings. You had Chadley yeah. on the left oh, and Dembele on the right. Dembele, yeah. yeah, and... It's obviously naturally Dembele and both Chadley are gonna. Uh, well, then again, Ch- Chadley used to be a winger when he was at um, FC Twente. So Dembele automatically, is, it, it, as he always does, he just drifts into the centre. I noticed that we were leaving the left side exposed, like unbelievable amounts. And the fact that Stoke, even when they did have the ball, before they were like flunking it, like giving us a goal kick or. In, Oofing it into Rosette and whatnot, like their their balls, their their, their distribution was fucking toilet. Mm. I've, I've got to say it was toilet. Even when they were having possession, no one was barely anybody was utilising the left side at all. Even at one point, I think Ericsson had, I think he just sort of ignorantly passed like two balls or made two sort of channel uh, channel uh, passes to the left side of the pitch, and I ended up just rolling off for a frame because literally nobody was fucking there. It's like we had literally no wingers. Everything was so central. And even then, for the fact that the left side was so exposed, I didn't sit there and for once feel like, oh, fucking hell, like, Davis is down there completely on his own. Like, mm. like we're, we're completely exposed here. I mean, Davis didn't have a fantastic, like, see, his first season with us wasn't exactly, like, anything to scream and write home about, you know. To Has me, anyone's first season been good for us in the exactly, last God knows how many years? Exactly. But he, he, Davis has always still felt a bit wobbly, in my opinion. Uh, but still, I, 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 I didn't really... I didn't feel like a squeaky bum time or anything like that. No. Even in the early stages of the game, we felt and looked bloody comfortable. Bloody comfortable. Well, um... 
that you know that's when it all changed for me. As soon as you know, that was like oh they're taking Kane off, mm. and then as soon as and then they're like oh uh, Eric Lamella's coming on, I was just like this ain't this ain't going to end end well. Well, before before all of that, the play was looking good. I mean, we got to the um, we got to the point where I noticed I noticed that Kane. I think Kane assisted um Chadley, didn't he? I'm pretty sure Kane Kane assisted Davis that led to Chadley's goal. That was what it was. Lovely, lovely. And they were working on the left side of the pitch in the end. Yeah. For the fact, therefore, it was completely exposed. Davis continued, controlled the ball, with his head so beautifully, running it into the 18-yard box. And just that ball across in, um, into, into the back post was so well-weighted. And it was just enough to just pull back as well for Chadley just to belt away a lovely half volley. It was a fantastic fucking goal. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hold on. Who's, <laughs> who scored a rubber goal? That's a complete Dyer, break. Dyer. Yeah, Karen, um, Eric Dyer. Sorry, that. And, uh, Back of um, his head. <laughs> well, it was it was interesting because when we was getting a few corners that we had done, he, like the first corner that we had was fucking toilet as usual. It never seems to go past the front post. Mm. But yeah, that that first opening header from Dyer to me, it just felt like it was like. Even two players were marking him at some point. Two Stoke players at the front post attempted to go at the ball, and still the goalkeeper was beaten. Like, yeah. and it, to me, it was—you can tell when a, um, a a near post corner is meant, and it, or it's just a corner that's been completely flunked because we rarely ever hit the back post on a corner, and yeah. it always it's the front post. But clearly, something that they'd worked on in the training ground absolutely paid off, and it was fucking. Brilliant, absolutely stupendous goal, man. Brilliant header as well for the angle that Dyer was at. He was past the front post, mm. beating the goalkeeper and beating the two Stoke defenders as well. It was absolutely cracking header. See, to me, it it, it, it didn't look like he even knew he'd headed it. He, he looked like he'd turned his head to look behind him to see where the ball would come. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's just, it's just nice to know, but that. In Dyer, we've got someone that can actually score a goal with a header. I mean, he's, I think he's three the three goals that he scored there, isn't it? Two, two in the first two games that he played for us. One obviously yeah. against West Ham, and I can't remember what the other one was, but I, I think the other one was in fact a header. So at least we know we've got a guy that has a head shaped like a brick, can actually <laughs> yeah. header the ball like a brick. Yeah. But um, in the first half, obviously. Well, then obviously, just before the um, end of the first half, Chadley. Um, made it too, which was brilliant. Just to just to really fucking knock the wind out of them going into the second half. Just yeah. smash that lovely volley away. Um, again, we was pulling chances out from other other places. I think Kane put through Chadley one. No, it was Ericsson. That's the one. Ericsson put that lovely ball from our own half. Such fantastic vision. Just looked up, rolled it off his foot. Boom. Chadley was gone. Man, he, he made some fantastic runs. Chadley did in that game, and it's really nice to see him in an, an actual attacking position instead of him being left out on the wings. Which is, yeah. I guess, it was quite good then, like in a sense that we didn't have any wingers. In my honest opinion, we absolutely didn't. But it was nice to see that Chadley can be used in a striker's role, and he actually knows how to do it. And you know that nine times out of ten, Chadley is gonna he is gonna score. I mm. mean, it was unfortunate the ball that Ericsson had put over the top for him. Just that, that one little, just that heavy touch from his control, just put one one or two more yards on the ball of his control was just, just that little bit too much. Yeah. But it's a shame though, because nine times out of 10, Chadley puts the ball away brilliantly. Yeah. And we, at least we know we've got a goal scorer in him because obviously when Kane had come off, 
it looked like we was looking for a bit of width in Lamella coming on. So Chadley obviously so, went up top, but it obviously went fucking horrendously south. Well, to me, to me, what it looked like, it was, you know, as I said, we were, you know, we were determined. We were forcing ourselves up the field. You know, we had like the the hunger, you know, we were charging at them. And it was like everyone else was like, you know, get the get the ball up top, get the ball to Kane. You know, let's get these fucking goals going, even though yeah. Kane didn't score. But, yeah. you know. Well, he did put one in the back of the net. It was a yeah. rocket, wasn't it? Jesus yeah. Christ, he got his knee over the ball. Mm. I think because he hit it so fast as well. And that, hardly anyone in the stadium knew, did they? Because like, everyone <laughs> no, cheered exactly. as though they thought it was a goal. I thought it was more of a case of, oh, fuck, where'd that go? Oh, it is in the net. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's offside. Oh, yeah, but um, it was it was almost like by them taking by uh, the potch taking off Kane, you know, it was it was like they he took the wind out of the team, like the the team sails. You know, it was like well we've got no end product to work towards now because we've got no one up top. You know, well, yeah, you did notice that it did start even before Kane had himself or or I guess nearly near enough taken himself off because they, he must have signaled to the dugout that he was injured because. Even me and my old man, when we were sitting there, we we um, we noticed that suddenly they had a hell of a lot of possession in their own half, and we're going fucking hold on a minute. While we sit, while we sitting off our sitting our foot off the gas here, what's going on? And then it, we just got deeper and deeper, and then obviously the sub occurred. So it's it's quite it's quite worrying in a sense that the whole team, literally, as soon as Kane wasn't running his ass off as he does up top. The depth of the of the, the 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 formation just literally just falls back into itself. I know it must be a defensive mechanism for the fact that if you've got one up top and you've got no one to aim for, you mm. do kind of play defensive, I guess, because you've got yeah. you've got you've got no outlet up top, so you're gonna fall back. You're gonna try and stay solid, but that was just obviously the complete wrong thing to do, and it worries me in the long run. Is that does Potch have anything up his sleeve? Anything else? I mean, you've got one striker up top. Something happens to him. He's limping. What does now? Then now we just sit and go right. Fucking full back. That's like plan I... A's done. What's plan B? Uh, oh, we just fall back and defend. Okay, great, sweet. I don't know because obviously everyone was like, oh, you know, when it, when we got him in and that. Like, look at the wonders he did at Southampton the previous season. You know, turned them around to almost like a Champions League contender. Yeah, yeah. But obviously. I mean, you can't really say this season, but then look at last season with Southampton. It wasn't really Poch, you know. It was no, something I, in the club. Because even yeah. though they got rid of the Poch They got rid of all of their calibre. And Poch, they yeah. were still fucking up there. They must be like putting something in the, uh, like the fucking water bottles down there, you know. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. They lost half the well, They lost pretty much most of their star players. They lost their manager. At that point, you'd really expect a club to crumble, wouldn't you? Well, not crumble, but you'd at least expect them to fall back. But nope. it's quite funny as well because uh, you know the majority of their star players that they did sell didn't really shine at the club. So oh, exactly, too. yeah, yeah. Lalana didn't exactly have well. Uh, he well, he ended up at Liverpool and they had a fucking farce of a season, really, didn't they? Yeah. So. But yeah, um, so then obviously after half time. We've um we did we kept coming out we gave away that silly fucking penalty and anyone could even sit there and say um Alderweireld would uh was given uh, given that in a harsh manner is fucking beyond me that was a penalty. He all took day him fucking. down in the box and didn't get the ball. 
he sold him down the river, though, didn't he? I can't even remember who it was that came down, but he absolutely sold him down the river massively. Mm. It was a quality turn. You can't knock it. That was an absolutely fantastic turn to take him into the box. But, oh, well, you kind of knew just straight away. It's And it's just mm. typical of Spurs. It's like, great, 13 minutes to go, including stoppages. So you've got the last 15 minutes and we give a fucking penalty away. Boom, yeah. they put it in the back of the net. And now, typical fucking Spurs. It's great, brilliant. Okay, here we go. Fucking hold, hold on, hold on to this, hold on to your lives, and then out of nowhere too again. Well, I said to you, didn't I? As soon as, as soon as we conceded the penalty, he hadn't even took the penalty. I was like, it's going to be two two. Yeah, you did. You text, <laughs> you, it, it, guys, people listening. Sam fucking genuine, genuinely text me that saying as soon as the uh, before the penalty had even been fucking taken, he was like, this is ending two two. Well, because, I mean, I don't think it was me. I think it was just like everyone knew it, you know, because fucking. That's what happens. I don't, I don't want to turn it into a fucking slagging contest, but Lamella, what the fuck, you know? He's been, he's been he's been pants for two years now, over two years. Yeah. Yet I don't know what he must be giving fucking Poch little handies under the table to keep him there. <laughs> I, I really don't know, but you know, I don't see I, the one thing I haven't seen today is I haven't seen not one person defend him on Twitter or anything like that. Rightly no, so, no, because he's right, absolute mate. junk, you know. He come it's, on, his first he get he he never even touched the ball. He conceded two free kicks before yeah. he'd even got the touch of the ball. Yeah. And then he conceded a further two. His last one, the fourth one, led for the change of play, which led to the penalty, you know. Yeah. And I'll, I'll it's, add... it's his fault, you know, yeah. in a I'll, way. I'll add... I'll add to this topic anyway. Jay Ergo uh, tweeted us earlier saying, Lamella's had his chance. Poch needs to look elsewhere. Otherwise, this is uh, this is on Levy for failing to provide backup for Harry. And why the fuck would you want to get rid of Lennon? Like Townsend and Lennon uh, are looking at the door. Lennon clearly is. Yeah, Lennon and clearly you is. you want to keep, keep fucking Lamella there. It's, a, it's an insult to the Spurs fans, you know? It's an insult when you think about the fact that Lennon was looking so good in his defensive manner. His whole... His whole um, oh, his whole role in the team had mm. changed only just a little bit, but he it, when he was playing still, you could see that his defensive right or his defense work was fantastic. He was tracking back so much more. You, you never used to expect Lennon to put a challenge in because if if you'd expect him to tackle someone, you'd expect him to get lost in the fucking ground, like in the turf he's so small, do you know what I mean? He looked good, he added width, and he was fucking devastating when he took people on. You know, imagine us having that fucking, uh, that that, that sort of in a player. We do, we have it in Walker at the moment, and apparently um, Clinton G that we've just bought, apparently he's fucking rapid. Apparently, he that's one of his like main things. But when you've well, got... Has there, there been a YouTube montage of him? Oh, there's, <laughs> also, a YouTube, there's also a YouTube clip of him playing against... Um, oh, I think it's Paris Saint-Germain, actually. And it just it, it's literally a clip, a clip montage of his really, really awful, awful fucking passes and runs and shots <laughs> during the whole game. So he could whack a Spurs shirt on any day. Um, but yeah. yeah, like, it's... How how the fuck can we? It's it it baffles me how we've gone from a club that used attacking and uh, attacking football as our core element and as well wide and fast paced wingers and then suddenly it's just gone like that 
and now we're focusing on Harry Kane in up top. I'm not disputing Harry Kane at all. This is nothing to do with Harry Kane. But then, in the the the, the crunch of midfield, we now have Chadley, Eriksson, and Dembele. You've got <clears throat> Chadley that can score a goal, but he and it was our second top goal scorer last season. Yet he's not expected to do so. Okay. Ericsson is supposed to be the playmaker. And if you compare him to Modric, I'm not saying Ericsson's shit or anything like that, but he's not producing as much as I would expect a playmaker to do so in the, in that little hole behind Kane, you know. I'm expect he does he's got flares of brilliance, absolute flares of brilliance a lot mm. of the time. And there's no dispute now. I'm not saying he's a shit player, but I'm saying I'm I kind of is it wrong for me to expect more from him? I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to like with the thing with Modric. He he produced for ninety minutes at a time. To me, Ericsson, you know, he has brilliant games and he, you know he scores winners or scores equalizers. As, he gets like, out of the fucking yeah. But he, to me, he doesn't perform for the full ninety minutes he's on the pitch. Yeah. You know, he doesn't stand out. He only stands out when he he does a game changing moment, which I suppose is. Good, but you know, if he was performing like that for the full ninety minutes, we wouldn't need game-changing moments because yeah, we precisely. could potentially be leading the way the whole time. Yeah, and then you've got Dembele, who in an interview once said he hates shooting from distance. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you've got a mid. And I love Dembele for the fact of that. How I've never witnessed a person hold the ball up and push mm. people off at like so easily. You know, it's it's it baffles me how. We're supposed to have, be expressing attacking football. It's all well and good, but in my opinion, why the fuck aren't we utilising the people that grew up grew up um, through? Well, no, Lennon not through the academy. Townsend, like kids that have got this blistering pace and this ability to 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 run at players uh, on the wings. That's what we fucking did. That's what we always done for years. Mm. And it's just, it to me, it's an element that's completely missing in our game. Completely fucking missing. I don't. It it is baffling, and I've, a lot of Spurs fans, what I'm seeing on on the Twitter and that is, it, no one just seems to really understand what the fuck's going on in the fan base. You know. Yeah, yeah. No one. What, seems... what is the long term plan? You know, and it's funny because I've I've always said, you know, I've never sat there and said every time like we should we should never have got rid of Harry and that, but you know I. You stand by it, don't you? Yeah, you know, it's, I don't, to me, it was, you know, we, that was our peak when we got rid of him, you know. Well, yeah, we were in the Champions League. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah we were. no question of it. We were in we the had... Champions League, but we got the top four football, unfortunately, because of the fucking West London Chavs won the Champions League, you know. We wouldn't have got it for a second season. Yeah, and the first um, AVB season was good, but it wasn't better than the previous season. And, you know, it's almost like when we got rid of Harry, we were at the top of the fucking Ferris wheel, and now it's just fucking... It seems like it's just starting to decline, you know, a consistent decline, worse and worse each season. Well, it's like... And and it's funny because everyone else is realising on our Twitter because we're running out of excuses. Yeah. You know, like before, you know, when the the, the share was was it? No, it was the AVB season where everyone's like, "Oh, it was our our record points season or something like that." It's like we finished yeah. fucking fifth. You know, we we should have yeah. been finishing third or fourth. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't care that we got the most season the points in a season that we ever did. Fantastic. Did it get us Champions League football? No. We could I have don't had, care. We could have got 700 points and fucking one manager and player in a season every month. But if we didn't get in the top four, which was our target, then it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, exactly. It really doesn't. And it seems it seems to me as well, all that all that's going to happen now is us drag ourselves out of the hole that clearly the likes of Franco Baldini helped us get into with the clearly just going by the transfer window that is currently ongoing. Is it me or does anyone else, even people fucking listening at the minute, does anyone else feel embarrassed just watching these purchases that essentially came from the bail money, but it, it didn't because, well, it, we had the money already to spend that. You know, we didn't lose out on any. So everything that we spent went on. It's like we never had it in the first place, you know, so we didn't waste money, essentially. But then we kind of did because mm. we've literally just gone and sold the toilet stuff that we bought or Franco Baldini recommended us to buy. And how does how does a 20? I think Paulinho was 26. How the yeah. fuck does a 26 year old Brazilian international both both Sandro and and Paulinho were fucking starters uh, for starting ele- uh, in the starting eleven of the Brazilian international teams when we first got them. Now they're not. Sandro mm. plays for QPR and fucking Paulinho is playing in China. What? Yeah. <laughs> it, how? What? I, people go, hey, it's fucking money, isn't it? So are you telling me he went for what did he go for? Like twelve million or something? Wasn't it? No, eight million. We, we bought him for seventeen. I think we sold him for either 12 million or 8 million. For some reason, those two numbers are ringing in my head. But I'm pretty sure a Premier League team or somebody else could have bought him for, I don't know, 11 million and we'd have still felt like that, like that was a fucking bargain. Don't tell me that some Chinese club was the only mugs that wanted it. Uh, it's, it's really. It's as embarrassing I said. that we've just gone and sold all of these players that we bought and it's like, well, that didn't fucking work. Right, let's get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing. So embarrassing just watching them. Yep, Chadley's gone. Uh, sorry, Kirikesh has gone. Oh, Soldado's gone. Oh, Paulinho's gone. It's fucking awful. Yeah, but it's like we fucking sold a, a Maserati and we're like, look, I went out and bought a fucking a Nissan Skyline, a fucking Ford Fiesta ST, you know. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you've so got... Dumb, you, 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 Cosworth. You got you got seven cars, but, you know... My the car fucking, still drives faster the, than all of them. Yeah, the performance and that, and the fucking when it comes to selling them, that Maserati still gonna be worth a lot of money. Yeah, and the MOTs are failing. Yeah, and your fucking <laughs> uh, your Fiesta's outside of Rogers Newsagents for eight hundred quid next year. You know, <laughs> I don't know, and it's I mean, I I wasn't one. You know, I lost um, faith in uh, Soldado. After the first season, you know, right. Uh, it, it is. It's unlike, unlike Lamella, where you know this is strange because I'm actually starting to hate him as a person. He's just a fucking idiot, you know. And today he's proved a it. Bastard. <laughs> no, it's just the way he's flinging himself around the pitch. How the fuck did he not get booked? Of committing four fouls and giving yeah. away four or three kicks. How did he not get a yellow card? Is one it's of my questions. It's fucking impressive. Yeah, <laughs> but um. You know, with Soldado, you know, you do feel sorry for him. You know, you could see something wasn't right, something wasn't clicking. It just wasn't happening for him. And you know, 
he might have been great in uh, Spain before, but unfortunately, with a, when he put on that Spurs shirt, he couldn't fucking hit the ground if he fell out of an aeroplane. You know, well, somebody scored, and do you remember that? I can't, I can't remember who it was scored. Someone scored, and he went to boot the ball in the fucking net and still hit the post. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you know, <laughs> poor bastard. You know yeah. I mean? poor fucking guy. But that's the thing with Soldado as well. I don't like I explained to you before, Sam, and people listening will probably understand me if they play for Sunday League teams or play Sunday League football in general. I know Premier League and Sunday League, pub football essentially, or even Saturday League football, is obviously a fucking million years difference between. But when I went back to Sunday League football, I played for a team called Disarono Rovers. I ended up the second top goal scorer two seasons on the spin. Scored first season, 23, and the second season, I think it was like 26 or something like that. I then left the club because the, the, like, I just wasn't having fun anymore and we ended up just getting bashed every single game and it just wasn't wasn't fun. <clears throat> I moved to um, another club that played on Canby Island where I, where I live and um, for the two seasons, uh, for the season that I was with them, I found the net three times. Yeah, I played every single game and I couldn't fucking work out what was going on. I then went back to my old club as they because I I packed it in with this club because I was just the rest of them they were just like ball hogs none of them would pass the system of football was shit the people around me were like I didn't enjoy playing with them they they just wanted to play for themselves I then went back to Disarrona Rovers and I could score again hmm. it's it's bizarre because you, there's no doubt in Soldado is a fucking fantastic player he can score goals you know hmm. but. When you come to when you go somewhere else, and again, it's it's a fucking bizarre comparison, I know. But you go somewhere else, and maybe the players around you doesn't mean that the players that I played with in that team where I didn't score, they weren't shit. They really weren't shit. I think we came third in the league in the end. But like, I just could barely fucking score. Couldn't do anything. You know, mm. it's the same with Soldado. How the fuck does he put in thirty bang thirty goals away in La Liga one season? Comes over to us and in like what was it? I think it was like eighty four games, scored sixteen goals. Hmm. It's it's not that he's shit, and I can't work it out because you watched, I've watched him, and as a striker, as a forward, he was phenomenal. His touch, his vision, his passes, the the way he brought defenders out of the game, and how he brought other people into the game. His work rate was phenomenal, but he just couldn't fucking score more. <laughs> he just couldn't fucking. Yeah. Oh no, he scored sixteen goals, great, but fuck, just scored more than that. <laughs> just, yeah. It breaks my heart because I love the guy. And when I met him, uh, him and Lamella in Oxford Street, they were both fucking lovely. But with Soldado, it's just oh, breaks my heart. Really does. You went to shake your hands, but actually grabbed your nuts. You couldn't even fucking hit your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. But um, like, it is. That's the thing, though. You got to think now with all these players that are coming in and fucking. It's like the revolving door at Tottenham now, isn't it? We're fucking buying yeah. people. We're like. Buying them and like people like Holtby and that. If like, they're coming in, you know, like as a expecting lots, yeah. You know, a, like a prospect for the future and things like that. And they just fucking they play like half a season, go out on loan or go straight out the door, you know, or go out on loan and yeah, then go we, out we the never... door. Uh, so I remember that guy. Yeah, he did a bit, didn't he? Somewhere mm. else. Yeah, right. Cheers. I mean, people like fucking Fazio and um... fuck. I forgot he weren't even in the squad. It was the it was oh, Stambouli and people like that. It's just yeah, what is who is making these fucking decisions? This thing about Sadaldo, yeah, you know what could justify him is he, 
you know, he was out there in Spain playing the beautiful game, you know, it was all good, you know, fucking killing it. He comes to Tottenham. That At that point, that you know, that season where fucking AVB didn't get a say in who the money was spent on, you know, yeah. the fucking, the heart and soul was yanked from the team, Gareth Bell, yeah? Oh, yeah. And he was thrown into a mix of fucking, you know, a club that was, it was falling apart from the inside, and it is still falling apart from the inside. Yeah. You know, there's a fucking, a load of players in there, you know, it's fucking Hashma Gandhi. That's what the situation was when he joined the club. There's this fucking, there's this old film I watched when I was a kid. It was on at like two in the morning. It was set like a documentary. It was from the 60s, and it was this Australian trucker, and it was like a, meant to be a documentary, but it wasn't. It's was like a talk- documentary they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and he, they follow him. He goes into like one of them stores, and he's like, oh, have you got the usual? And they're like, yeah. And he, the guy behind the counter picks his crate up and puts it on the counter, and he carries it out, and then they get into his truck, and they're like, oh, what's that? And he goes, oh, it's... Um, they sell me these these cans of uh, food for like a cent each because they're like ones that the labels have fell off, so you don't know what they are. They can't sell them. And, you know, rather than chuck them away, they give them to me for like a pen, penny each, you know. Yeah. So he's sitting around the fire, and he's like, right, so what do we got tonight? And he fucking gets his knife out, opens one can, and he's like, right, baked beans, and he puts it in his little pot over the fire. And then he opens the other one, and he goes, peach slices. <laughs> and he puts it in. <laughs> And then, like, he opens like the other one. peach slices for dinner. Yeah, and he opens the other one, and it's like custard, <laughs> and he puts it in. <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like, what do you do? He goes, oh, that's Hashmagandhi. And they're like, what? And he goes, this Hashmagandhi could be anything. <laughs> no, that's what, and that's what the club is. They just fucking got a complete mix of whatever, chucked them all in the fucking Spurs pan, started mixing them around. And the, the, the turnover of managers within like the last two years and the amount of people in and out the door, it's just a mess. Bizarre, isn't it? Tottenham like, Hashmagandhi. That's what it is. Talking about um, that'll be the title of the episode, man. Title yeah. of this episode. I'm gonna go. Like, I'm gonna get a T-shirt printed out and wear it down the lane. <laughs> <laughs> People will be selling them outside the stadium on their uh, stalls. Yeah, they'll be going. Who oh, the fuck's he? When did we buy him? Yeah. Anyway, I want to get to um, talking quickly. We'll, we'll get to the end of the game in a moment. One person I want to bring up. Another player that um, turned up and then left Benjamin Stambouli tell me how a player can turn up at our club all right not really get too much of a scene to then get sold to Paris Saint-Germain and pretty much start every single game sitting behind Ibrahimovic one of the best strikers in the world at the minute Mm. what the fuck like that guy's not good enough for us but he's definitely good enough for Paris Saint-Germain, who are one of the best teams in the world. <laughs> yeah. Where's the logic in that? I want to see some fucking stati- boardroom statistics about that. I don't understand <laughs> that in any way, shape or form. The thing, Why I is think... He good enough? Why is he not good enough, but good enough for Paris Saint-Germain? I think, I don't know, it, as I like what I was saying before, I think that this is why Lamella isn't even fucking out the door yet. It's something's being controlled by the higher ups uh, in the club and if you know they sell everyone or and things like that then it's going to be people going to lose their jobs over that money that was flushed down the toilet you know and that's why there's such a cock up and we're not stable in any kind of lineup because pretty much this is my theory by the way so no one you know if you want to tell me I'm talking bullshit then go ahead I don't care but (laughs) You know, I reckon there's a lot of... 
there's a lot of pressure to put people in the team and keep a rotation and things like that. Yeah, I'm sort of losing myself here, just fucking thinking about it. Now, we didn't do this for a year, and it was probably the best year of my life <laughs> doing this podcast. It's great but, to be back. Yeah. But that's the thing, because although I was watching the games, you know, I've been busy with like other projects and that, so I haven't been able to, like, the seasons before when we were doing it, you know, I was always on, like, keeping an eye on the team, you know, like, fucking every single day, you know, like 10 times a day, seeing what the news is, what's going on. And, you know, you look, you don't do that for a while and you lose touch. And people like Stan Bully, you like, who the fuck Stan Bully is in and out before you even realise? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Did they even fucking get the letters ready to print on the back of his shirt? He went yeah. <laughs> people were going down to the spare shirt. By the time they'd fucking put the letters on the shirt, he'd gone. It's, it's absolute insanity. Now, um, before we um, wrap up the episode anyway, I just want to bring up one uh, one particular tweet we got. Oh, two, two in general. Um, yeah, two canine Richie. Um, he said just simply cane out, Spurs go flat, not a coincidence, you know, at the end, at the end of the game, it's that, that was like a no brainer almost as, as it was noticeable. Like we said, as soon as Kane wasn't playing his game, you noticed that the team just completely went back into their shell, started falling back into defense, started mm-hmm. getting really, really deep. And like you're saying, it's just falling into pieces. But yeah, um, we got Anthony Coles tweeted that saying poor leadership in defence and shite game management in the last 30 minutes. And the one thing that I want to bring up in his tweet is we made Stephen Island look good like Messi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a great one sitting there saying, "Does anyone has anyone got the feeling Stephen Island's related to Iniesta? How the fuck did we make that guy look good? Because he was putting in some quality balls to um I can't even remember their uh." uh their striker, the black dude. But do you know what I mean? Do you for something? Yeah, do you? Sorry, do you? Thank you. But like, how? How on earth? And he was using that right. He was using the right side of um, our half. And at one point, you sat there and saw Walker when the um, when the camera zoomed in on him when Carl Walker was running his ass off trying to tackle the ball from three fucking players. You see him put his fingers up, screaming at everyone, saying, "Mate, fucking boys, there's free here." And then that was when Lamella came back slung his arm around someone and gave him a fucking free kick. Oh, yeah. I think that was his first free kick he gave away. As soon as you come on the pitch. Fucking, it's, uh, it's frustrating at the end of the day, but I, I guess, as, like like we said, as soon as that penalty was given, it's it's not like we weren't. Game over, isn't it? It's really game over. We don't have to... We're just not lucky enough to hold it off, you know? <laughs> but it's a shame. We, yeah. Did you watch it on the, um, the NBC? Um, no, I'm... Uh, I use Bloodseed. No, but was the was the actual the the feed of uh, the American? No, no, he, he, it's he he has literally just the, the Premier League line in the corner, and that's it. Oh, is it? Oh. It's like a, it's like a sort of almost like a private stream. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it the ones without the commentary? Or? No, it's at the commentary. Because oh. I don't know if it, I can't remember who it was. He does the um, the NBC one, um, but it was quite funny because they they. They zoomed in on Crouch, warming up on the line. Oh. And he started laughing. He's like, oh, I look quite a reception here yeah, um, yeah. for Peter Crouch. Oh, a lot of the Spurs fans are booing him. And I was like, are you Why? a fucking idiot? Yeah. Who, who the fuck's behind him Yeah, doing the fucking the laps as well? Charlie fucking Adam. Yeah, dick, dick. You know? <laughs> he's like, oh, I used to play for Spurs. Oh, it's a mixed reception. It's like, mate, they're booing Charlie Adam. Because he's a cunt and he's been sent off <laughs> yeah. how many times? 
they they were going to bring him on, weren't they? But then fucking we we laid it I'm out. I'm so I, glad we didn't buy him. Could you imagine that? I can't yeah. believe Harry was interested in him. Oh god, it fucking breaks your heart, doesn't it? Um. Anyway, anything more to say then before we wrap up, mate? Yeah, everyone's like, oh yeah, well, you know, at least this team and that team are doing bad, which doesn't justify it. But that worries me though, seeing you know other teams like Southampton and Arsenal and things like that have a shaky start to the season because when it comes to playing us, that's when they're going to find their fucking form, like everyone oh, yeah. else does. You know, if someone's having a a drought or fucking you know uh, a team are having a bad streak, you know they come to Spurs and. Well, yeah, yeah, we make we make records for other people, don't we? White Hart Lane is like one of them like pop up churches in America. We're like, come here and be healed, the Lord Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> come here and seek salvation. I swear, you will now score three goals. Thank <laughs> you for coming to White Hart Lane. All right, uh, yeah, we better get out of here. Yeah, done. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And yeah, we're going to be back for the whole entire season now. As quite frankly, we uh, we had a little break. And, yeah, we absolutely miss it in general. You can tweet us at Balls Deep Cast. You can get me personally at Dino Salter and Samuel. Uh, Sam underscore MD. MD? Uh, yeah, guys, thanks for watching. Leave us. Um, this is going to be on Podbean, is it, Sam? Uh, no, um, we changed it a while ago. Like the, <laughs> This is fucking hilarious. What is it like? Our, the one episode we did last season which yeah. was like the first game of the season last month which was what almost a year after we yeah. did it it got 12,000 downloads what? in one, yeah, in I that, in one month yeah. I, was like, well, I haven't checked it since but I was just like I've logged in there and that just to see what was going on because you know we talked about bringing it back and I was like 12,000 downloads who the fuck <laughs> is downloading yeah, even like if they download the website, you can surely see because we I always date the episodes as well, so you'd notice that it's like, you know, yeah, 2014. We didn't get botted or anything. I don't know. We didn't get botted or anything, did we? But yeah, nevertheless. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're back. Uh, oh, if- I'm going to put these on Twitter, uh, not Twitter, on YouTube as well because I started doing that with some other stuff and got some really, like probably uh, and probably increased like listenership. Yeah, if you need the links anyways, guys, at Balls Deep Cast, you'll find all of the links there. We'll we'll tweet them out when they become avail- avail- available. Jesus, I Yes, available. Yeah, um, come it's on, you next. Spurs. Um, fuck Charlie Adam. Don't fuck Charlie Adam. It's like a fuck comma Charlie yeah. Adam. Um, Who we got next? the top of my head i don't know someone oh, someone put it on the um, let me just look it up someone put it on twitter like oh for fuck's sake and we've got so and so and so yeah yeah like oh we've got leicester in form and then um yeah look, i've just got them here leicester and then everton oh for fuck's sake it's like to be honest anyone is a threat to us <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll close at that anyway. Anyone is a threat to us. Um, stay positive. Woo! Stay positive. Woo! Come on, you Spurs. Where are my uh, rose-tinted glasses? Oh,